Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 511. When my intentions are not recognized, but rather condemned, I am not too much surprised, for I know that it is only God who scrutinizes my heart. Truth will not die. The wounded heart will regain peace in due time, and my spirit is strengthened through adversities. I do not always listen to what my heart tells me, but I keep asking God for light, and when I feel I have regained my equilibrium, then I say more. The Day of the Renewal of Vows The presence of God flooded my soul. During Holy Mass, I saw Jesus, and he said to me, You are my great joy. Your love and your humility make me leave the heavenly throne and unite myself with you. Love fills up the abyss that exists between my greatness and your nothingness. Love is flooding my soul. I am plunged into an ocean of love. I feel that I am swooning and becoming completely lost in him. Jesus, make my heart like unto yours, or rather, transform it into your own heart, that I may sense the needs of other hearts, especially those who are sad and suffering. May the rays of mercy rest in my heart. In the evening, when I was walking in the garden saying my rosary and came to the cemetery, I opened the gate a little and began to pray for a while, and I asked them interiorly, You are very happy, are you not? Then I heard the words, We are happy in the measure that we, are ful- we have fulfilled God's will. And then silence as before. I became introspective and reflected for a long time on how I am fulfilling God's will and how I am profiting from the time that God has given me. On the evening of that same day, when I had already gone to bed, a certain soul came to me, woke me up by tapping on the night table and asked me to pray for her. I wanted to ask who she was, but I mortified my curiosity and joined this little mortification to my prayer and offered them for her. Once, when visiting a sick sister who was 84 and known for many virtues, I asked her, Sister, you are surely ready to stand before the Lord, are you not? She answered, I have been preparing myself all my life long for this last hour. And then she added, Old age does not dispense one from the combat. Before All Souls Day, I went to the cemetery at dusk. Although it was locked, I managed to open the gate a bit and said, If you need something, my dear little souls, I will be glad to help you to the extent that the rule permits me. I then heard these words, Do the will of God. We are happy in the measure that we have fulfilled God's will. In the evening, these souls came and asked me to pray for them, and I did pray very much for them. In the evening, when the procession was returning from the cemetery, 
I saw a great multitude of souls walking with us into the chapel and praying with us. I prayed a good deal, for I had my superior's permission to do so. During the night, a soul I had already seen before visited me. However, it did not ask for prayer, but reproached me, saying that I used to be very haughty and vain, and now you are interceding for others while you yourself still have certain vices. I answered that I indeed had been vain and haughty, but that I had confessed this and had done penance for my stupidity, and that I trusted in the goodness of my God, and that if I still fell occasionally, this was indeliberate and never premeditated, even in the smallest things. Still, the soul continued to reproach me, saying, Why are you unwilling to recognize my greatness? Why do you alone not glorify me for my great deeds as all others do? Then I saw that this was Satan under the assumed appearance of this soul, and I said, Glory is due to God alone. Be gone, Satan. And in an instant, this soul fell into an abyss, horrible beyond all description. And I said to the wretched soul that I would tell the whole world about this. On Saturday, we left Krakow and returned to Vilnius. On the way, we visited Częstochowa. When I was praying before the miraculous picture, I felt that our pleasing, and then the thought is unfinished. And this is the end of Notebook 1. St. Faustina writes here about how she deals with being misunderstood and condemned by others. She tries to let it go, realizing that the judgment of God is the only thing that counts. And Jesus reassures her. He is pleased by her humility. He loves her very much. There is a wide gap between Jesus' greatness and her nothingness, but love fills the gap. There are a number of instances here in which St. Faustina prays for the souls in purgatory and also speaks to all souls who are buried in the Sisters' Cemetery at Krakow, presumably some of them also in heaven. And they tell her that they are happy to the degree that they fulfilled God's will. So let's always strive to do so. We should also remember to pray for the souls in purgatory and to offer sacrifices for them. The evil one also came to her, disguised as a soul, but didn't ask for prayer, and accused her of sins which had already been forgiven, and then lamented that uh, Faustina didn't recognize his greatness. So it became easy for Faustina to recognize who this was, and she commanded him to leave. To God alone belongs the glory. This was the end of St. Faustina's first notebook, in which she kept her diary. Let's offer a prayer of thanksgiving to God for all of the help that we are drawing from reading this diary of St. Faustina. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy.
Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.